Episode 3. Today we are going to highlight a few key changes to the proposed Georgia Mathematics Standards in grades 6 through 8 and Algebra 1. We are joined by secondary coaches Elizabeth Cox and Ashley Kinzer. Welcome to the DPS Math Podcast, where our framework is built from a growth mindset that embodies our paramount mathematics belief that everyone can learn math at higher levels. We are your hosts, Leslie Terry and Brandy Moore, pre-K through 12 district math and science curriculum specialists in Dalton Public Schools, where our mission is to spread the joy of teaching and learning mathematics. So are you ready to join us on our journey? Let's get started. We are so excited today to talk with our secondary coaches about the changes, some of the key changes in the standards for 6 through 8 and Algebra 1. We have Elizabeth Cox with us today from Dalton High School. Hello, thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited about talking about some of these changes and the impact it's going to have for our teachers. And we have Ashley Kinzer, who is currently the um, math coach at Dalton Middle School, but will soon be the math coach at Dalton Junior High School. Hi, I'm glad to be here. My first podcast ever. (laughs) (laughs) You're being brave, so thank you for being here with us today. Well, let's start by um, talking about, you know, how this all started with our state. And Leslie and I were very fortunate to be a part of that process at the state level. And so we'll just begin with that process. So before COVID occurred, um, the state had been commissioned by the governor to review standards and get some feedback from all the stakeholders. So that occurred and then they pulled together different committees of teachers and other mathematicians across the state to work on looking at the current standards and what changes could occur by different grade levels. One thing they noticed in the stakeholder feedback is that most of our community members and parents were most concerned about the standards in elementary. And that's where most of the changes occurred. And I think you'll hear some of the changes for secondary today, but most changes did occur in our elementary grades. Um, The committees met a lot. There were tons of committees that came together to um, land with what we see now, which is the proposed draft um, of the new standards. And this next year will be a training year for the new standards, and the year after that will be our first year of implementation, and we will be tested with the new standards being taught. So those new standards will take effect for the 2022-2023 school year. So one thing um, you might have already seen if you've looked at the draft of the new standards um, are the documents, they look different. They don't look the same as the standards that you've typically seen. And so um, Elizabeth is going to talk to us a little bit about those differences that you will see um, on the standards document. So what we see first is previously we were given um, codes that would let us know whether it was um, based on algebraic thinking, numeracy ideas, or things like that and our functions and so now what we're doing with the coding is that we're seeing that it is really focusing on the big ideas so all of them if it is an algebra um, code it will start with an a and then the number following that will be the number of the big idea 
and then the number following that is the number of the standard. So it's, it's a lot easier to understand, a lot easier to read, it'll be easier for our students to understand exactly which one we're talking about. So that's the big thing that we're noticing here. Um, talking about the big ideas, we've gone from having some domains uh, with subgroups inside to um, the main ideas of algebra. And so within those main ideas, we, we have that, and then underneath that, they list our standards. And it gives us um, the big idea of the, the summary of the concept with that. So we have, we've gone from very vague descriptions of the standards to more clear understanding of what you need uh, to teach, what it is looking for as far as understanding of the students, or understanding what the students need to know by doing that standard. And I think we also talked about, you know, on that standards document now, you have those expectations and there underneath the standard, and you also will see evidence of student learning, which includes those instructional supports. And you're right, Elizabeth, that's that clear, it's really making it clear for the teacher to know exactly what students are to do with that key concept or with that piece. And I, what I really like about this is this is gonna be a document that the teacher can actually use to teach from. I agree. And um, it's, it's something that rather than before, when it was extremely vague, you didn't really know um, what it was you needed to do. Sometimes you were doing a lot of interpreting, which led to a lot of different thought processes on it. Well, this, it really is a true progression and, and a good document that you can use almost like a lesson plan. And it gives you, um, part of that, it gives you that evidence of learning. So you can use that as your success criteria for your students and you know exactly whether they've mastered that part of the standard or not. One thing, too, that our state focused on was developmental appropriateness um, of the standards. They really wanted to address that. We hear a lot that we're teaching students math concepts too early for what their brains are ready for. So that was also a major focus. So you'll see um, developmental appropriateness as part of that evidence of student learning piece um, as well in the standards document. I do, I do want to go back to something you said, how the teacher can utilize this document now as part of their teaching mm -hmm. um, and I feel like that's important I feel like our state really listened to our teachers around the state you know because we had to go to all different places to to pull resources and to you know look at standards and grade level overviews and, and tasks and all of that I do feel like our standards document now is a, an actual teaching document mm -hmm. um, that teachers can utilize more effectively and then we've been able to in the past and one nice added component to this is that all of our seniors now include these learning progressions. And so it shows when big ideas are introduced at what grade levels and how those build over time based on the different grade levels. So you'll see some big ideas um, begin or end in certain areas, and then you'll see how they progress over time to develop student mastery. So that brings us to our sixth grade. We'll start with sixth grade with Ashley um, talking with us about um, what are some big things that you've noticed when you compare our old standards to our new standards? What are the differences in the big ideas? Elizabeth talked about the big ideas. Um, the idea of that is like they're the domains. Mm -hmm. um, so what are the differences in our old domains versus our big ideas? So previously the big ideas for sixth through eighth were the number system, statistics and probability, ratio proportions, geometry, functions, equations and expressions. And then now they've changed them um, to numerical reasoning, 
pattern and algebraic reasoning, functional and graphical reasoning, geometric and spatial reasoning, data and statistical reasoning, and probability reasoning. So we have some differences there um, in the way that we think about our domain. So it will be interesting to see how those key concepts align under each of those domains or big ideas now I'm going forward. Okay, so talk a little bit about um, what you notice as far as the key concepts and the standards. What are some big changes? We know there are a lot of changes, but we only want to highlight a few of those today. So start with sixth grade. What's a big change you think our sixth grade teachers should know? One of the big things for sixth grade is I saw um, that really they wanted to move away from the focus of the standard algorithm um, when it came to computation and they wanted to move more to the focus of student selected strategies. So those could be anywhere from concrete models, um, the visual models, but still student choice, also standard algorithm is still there and still acceptable, but they wanted to move away from like such a major focus on that. And then they really, um, I feel like vamped up the, um, the statistics and probability, they want the kids to actually do the experiments, mm -hmm. collect the data themselves, and then actually calculate from there. So central tendencies and variable, variability there. So that was the main thing in sixth grade that I saw. Thank you for sharing that. Um, what about seventh grade? What do you feel like some big changes would be for seventh grade? One of the um, standards, um, six, or G2, um, it was the standard that we talked about um, Triangle theorems and mm -hmm. the types of triangles, those have been removed. Uh, and then they introduced, which this is a big one, they introduced slope into seventh grade. Oh, wow. So, yeah, so they pulled it from eighth grade, um, and they're obviously still going to use it in eighth grade and above, but they pulled it down to introduce it um, in seventh grade with similar triangles on a coordinate plane to talk mm -hmm. about the distance, how the, um, the distance between the two points, how they represent the slope, and then they're going to look at the distance time graphs. And they also pulled cylinders down from eighth grade to seventh grade um, to deal with surface areas. The students will decompose um, the cylinders into circles and rectangles, and they will also find the volume of cylinders. Oh, as wow. Well. Those are some big changes for seventh grade. <laughs> but they also provided, I thought this was cool going through reading it, kind of talking back to um, the structure of the standards and mm -hmm. the layout of it. Um, one of the things that I really like is the limitations. Like you're kind of talking about that developmentally ready. Mm -hmm. A lot of times we're interpreting ourselves and where do we um, where do we stop? Where do we you know where do we go up to? Is this where we're supposed to stop or do we need to continue? Um, so when it came to cross sections, they actually specifically stated that we are only in seventh grade only supposed to do horizontal and vertical and not do like the slants because the reason for that is they use the slices to actually create the formula for volume. Oh, wow. So that 2D figure is what's helping create the, the formula because they're very much about creating the formula rather than giving a formula, which is I think another thing in the domain or the big ideas, all that reasoning. They were so big about reasoning and formulating rather than like giving. Like what's the reasoning behind what you're doing, what you're doing. And did you, did you see a lot of contextualized type um, verbiage? Yeah, I feel like a lot of it was, instead of so isolated, it was more a lot more contextual mm -hmm. stuff, so yeah. So those are some big changes in seventh. Um, what about eighth? What are some of the big changes that you can highlight from eighth grade? So EE5 and EE6, dealing with slope and similar triangles, those are the ones that actually, they removed those from eighth grade and pushed them to seventh grade. So those have been removed. Um, G1 through G4, which was transformations, they have been completely removed from middle grades and actually moved up to the higher grades. Two-way tables, which was always a struggle to sometimes get to um, in, with, the, with the content, so they actually moved those to the higher grades as well. 
but the main thing was they really <laughs> expanded the linear equations that we do in eighth grade. So they pulled a lot of the standards from the algebra and pulled them down to the eighth grade math. Wow. Um, and they will work with all three forms of linear functions now. Instead of just point uh, or slope-intercept, they'll work with standard form, point slopes, and slope-intercept. Those are some big changes. Yeah. Oh, and inequalities. <laughs> and they brought inequalities down, so I did forget that. Another gift. No, we have inequalities, yes. I, I do know that um, our eighth grade teachers were already touching a good bit on the algebraic equation, so this only helps them just to, to go to that depth, I think, that, you know, will be easy for them to transition to. Um, I think sometimes because you almost have a hard time not going there. Right. Like, you almost feel like you're trying to hold back, but sometimes you feel like you, if you could go, they would maybe develop a better understanding. Right. A mm-hmm. deeper understanding, but you've always been kind of held back. And I think this now will allow that to definitely happen. Thank you for sharing that with us. Okay, so now we're going to transition over to Elizabeth. um, And she's going to talk with us about Algebra 1. And first of all, let's start with the big ideas. So what are the differences in the big ideas um, for Algebra? So initially, we had 10 big ideas, domains, or whatever. And those were the real number system, quantity, seeing structure and um, expressions, arithmetic with polynomials and rational expressions, creating equations, reasoning with equations and inequalities, interpret functions, building functions, um, linear, quadratic, and exponential models, and interpreting categorical and quantitative data. So that's what we've all been using so far um, or up to this point. So the new uh, proposed draft has down to um, six. So it really does kind of cut it back, which is a good thing. Um, And we'll be focusing on mathematical practices and modeling, uh, numerical reasoning, patterning, patterning and algebraic reasoning, functional and graphical reasoning, geometric and spatial reasoning, and then data and statistical reasoning. Okay. So, um, one thing I heard you talk about um, was the mathematical modeling, and that made me think, you know, our standards of mathematical practice are now um, embedded with that mathematical modeling piece. So, we have that for K-12. That's still Mm -hmm. there. Those eight mathematical practices are still important. Um, One thing I did want you to talk about, Elizabeth, um, we we noticed there was a number, like the quantifiable changes for high school um, for algebra. So talk about the proposed standards and the proposed learning objectives as compared to the old GSE and how many standards were removed. Okay, so um, one of the things that we constantly hear about is the teacher struggling to teach all of the standards in Algebra 1 uh, currently, but then if you do teach it, are you really, are you skimming the standard? Are you able to go into depth? So um, I believe uh, the Department of Education heard this and really worked towards it. So initially we had 71 main standards. That does not count the substandards. So that's what we're dealing with right now. In the proposed draft, um, they are taking it down to 11 proposed standards, but it will have 55 learning objectives. But it is very much, it is um, more concise and, and more understandable to where you're able to really teach it. And then like, like we were talking earlier, the document is really gonna be able to guide that learning from there. I think that's huge. Um, one thing I noticed, you know, while the state has made a huge effort for clarity, 
sometimes to be clear, it makes the document look longer because you have to provide mm-hmm. that key terminology. You have to provide good sturdy examples that teachers can draw from for instruction. So that's something to keep in mind too right. um, as we look at the document. I, I do see a lot of the vagueness um, is gone mm-hmm. um, for our standards and it's much clearer now. So that's, that's a huge win for algebra. It is a, it is a big win, yes, definitely. So talking about just the number of changes, Mm -hmm. um, as you've looked through the standards and you've kind of looked at Algebra 1, what are some of the big changes that you've noticed in the proposed standards? Well, I think that the first thing everybody is going to notice with Algebra 1 is that we've gotten back some uh, geometry, um, big ideas in this and standards in this. Um, The good news is, is this is basic geometry. We're not going into a lot of depth with it. Um, You're talking distance, formula, midpoint, slope, area, and perimeter. And it's pretty much limited to those things. Um, Another thing that we've learned, because our linear functions were taken down to the eighth grade, we have picked up um, cubic root. So while we were doing, you know, exponential functions, we're now doing uh, cubic functions as well. And then the uh, next thing that I really noticed that I think will be um, interesting and eye-catching is that um, we had limited when we were doing um, central tendencies and things like that, we were limited with uh, doing mean absolute deviation. Um, And we've now picked up um, using that information that the students are doing in sixth grade to be able to start working into standard deviation. Okay. So those um, those are just some of the key highlights um, for algebra, and we look forward to continuing um, this podcast series to, to also do some key highlights and proposed standards changes for our other grade levels as well. We thank you, Elizabeth, for thank being with you. us today, and Ashley, thank and you congratulations. So you you, you survived your first Yay. podcast. Yay. <laughs> That's huge. <laughs> Um, but um, keep in mind, our community, keep in mind that, you know, next year will be a training year over these standards, and then the following year will be the first year of implementation and the first year of testing. So um, we are very blessed that Leslie will be working on um, the kindergarten committee yes. um, for some of the changes to the uh, resources that teachers will have access to. So our state is starting to work on that as well, and we'll, we will have some assessment changes um, as well to align to these new standards. So there's still a lot of work to be done, and uh, we look forward to sharing more with you as we gain some insight to these new proposed standards, and thank you for listening. Mm-hmm.